Mansfield 103.2, the home of great music and the home of Legal Eagles, our fortnightly show bringing you the best legal advice from two of the area's best law firms. I'm Tony Delahunty and in the Legal Eagles chair with me this week, I'm delighted to welcome Ben Green from Hopkins Solicitors as we talk about buying a property, but more importantly, buying one for the very first time. All of that and much more across the next hour right here on Legal Eagles. Welcome, Ben, to the studio. Uh, first time? Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, good. Well, so I'll make you nervous. No, no, no <laughs> not at all. Um, but often when somebody's buying a house for the first time, they're seeing a solicitor for the first time as well. Yeah. And that can be a bit nerve-wracking because some people are sort of brought up thinking solicitor's almost like a judge. Somebody's going to yeah. put their glasses on the end of their nose and peer over the top of them and, uh, and ask them, you know, uh, all sorts of weird, weird and wonderful questions. Should it be nerve-wracking buying a house? No, not at all. I mean, we we try and make the process a lot easier. We try and kind of ease the clients through the process. We understand that people aren't familiar with the process of buying a house, so we try and kind of explain it the best we can. Um, we, we we try and sort of take the pressure off of them. Um, we try and keep them fully informed throughout, and most of all, we try and kind of get it through as quickly as possible so that it minimises their stress. Now, let's put you through the test then so that we can do it all here. We found a, we found a, a prospective client here, haven't we? Oh, yes. Yeah, she's not even English, which is a bit of a worry. <laughs> uh, have you got the right licences to be in this country? Are you I all right? I am fully above board. Yeah, OK. You're, what's your name? Tammy. Tammy. So, Tammy, what, she's got, you want to buy a house for the first time? Yes. So, you make a, an appointment with Hopkins Solicitors. Yep, because I found my house. Yeah, uh, you've actually found the house you yeah, want. Yeah, you, I found my house. Have you got the money to buy it? I do. Well, the bank has told me I do. You've got to go to the bank to get the money. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. And and eventually, after waiting in the, the waiting room with that music in the background mm. and all that sort of thing, because that's there, it soothes you down nicely, it doesn't is. it? It's nice and calm. Uh, uh, somebody comes down, the secretary comes down and escorts you up to Ben's office, right? Yeah. Yep. What happens then, Ben? Okay, so first first of all, we, we, we kind of start by giving you a quote. Um, you're not obligated to go with us. You can feel free to shop around for, for other quotes from other solicitors. Um, then when you do instruct us, what the first thing we would do is send you out a... Um, a questionnaire for you to fill in so that we can get a bit more information about the property and about what, yourselves. What sort of questions would you ask her when she's first there sitting opposite you then? What would you sort of ask? Um, we'd ask about the property, we'd ask about the price. Um, oh, let's find out. What, what, what's the property like? Uh, property, it's a, it's a semi-detached, it's uh, 150,000. And are you having a mortgage? I am, I you am. You are. Um, and is it a, a freehold property? It is, it is. What's that? Uh, well, my husband's told me it means that um, there isn't a chain, if that's right. The freehold no. leasehold, what, what's the difference? I, I mean, the, the, the easiest way to describe it is a leasehold. You With a leasehold property, you would have a landlord. With a freehold property, you would own the property sort of outright. With a leasehold property, there'd be, um, there, there may be 
service charges. There'd also be ground rent and things like that to also pay. I saw somewhere a property at a estate agent's window and it said 999-year lease. Well, <laughs> I'm not going to live that long. Is, is, yeah. it, is, it, is it worrying to buy a leasehold property? No, I wouldn't say so, no. It's, um, it's just a different form of property. Some properties have to be leasehold um, due to the rights that they also have. Like if you are buying a flat, it'd be difficult to purchase a freehold flat because there'd have to be certain um, rights and restrictions for yourselves and for all of the other members of the um, the block of flats. Sounds confusing. It sounds to me yeah. like one of the reasons why... I mean, I've heard that you can buy a house yourself and do the conveyance yourself and things like that. This sounds like one of the reasons why they need to see somebody like you. Is that right? Yeah. To make sure it's the right... And, and everything is checked out. Yeah, and, and, and essentially what we would do is after we've got the... Um, the legal packing from the seller solicitors we would check through all that and make sure that there are no issues with the property um, we appreciate your it's it's such a massive investment you want to make sure that um, what you're buying is what yeah. it is Tommy you said it was freehold yeah that's yep. right yep. So, so that that's easy yeah yeah that is easy to deal yeah. with what else do you need to know from her in this sort of first interview i know you have this pack and you send out and it's sort of a tick box pack is it yeah yeah somewhat yeah um so if she was if she was to instruct us then we'd get the um the packing from the other solicitors as have it, it would have the are you going to instruct him let's say do you like the look of him do you like the look of his... <laughs> I do. he's not still he has got glasses but he's not they're not at the end of his nose he looks right he, look, he looks a bit ordinary doesn't he actually he, look, he looks fine he looks he, he looks trustworthy <laughs> nice suit nice smile and and to be honest my mother-in-law said they, they've used him before so they've, they've she said that he's quite good uh, you told me a lot about your mother-in-law <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know whether we should be discussing that. maybe she, maybe you need a lawyer before the end of this for very different purposes. She's a tough woman to please if she recommended it. Yeah, so, so there she is. So let's take us, let, let's move it on now. She's instructing you. Right. Yeah. What do so, you do? So we'd, we'd, we'd go through the um, the pack, as, as I mentioned, from that we got from the seller solicitors. They'd have, in, in this pack, they'd have all of the information about the title of the property. They'd have certain forms that have been filled out by the by the sellers what's We'd, the title then what's what's, what's, what's that buckingham palace <laughs> no, no. What's, what's the title so so, so the, the the title is the 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 documents that are held at the land registry which summarized the the, the property and um the it's kind of split up into sort of registers with entries on the register when when we report out to you, we'll sort of explain everything that's within these registers on the title of the property. What sort of things would be on this property? Um, there'd be information about who owns the property. There'd be information about any rights and restrictions. If there's mortgages over the property, there'd be information about that there. Right, so the person who's got the property so, at the moment has a, um, what do they call it, um, a debt, a lien? A lien, is it? Something like that? An equity or, or something? Yeah, yeah. So so the um, if, if the person who currently owns the property already has a mortgage over the property, that would be revealed on this register which has to be title, paid off doesn't which it? which has to be paid off and then of course once once that has been paid off or once the property is transferred to the um, to the new buyers we'd make sure that that's paid off as part of the process that we carry out we'd make sure that they're not buying a house that's subject to an existing mortgage so you're dealing with tammy the yank and there's yeah. there's, there's, <laughs> there's um, a solicitor dealing with the person selling the property yeah, is that yeah. right? Yeah. So, so it's now going solicitor to solicitor, and you're looking to smooth the process 
through, but at the same time to find anything that might not be quite right that you need Ex- to... Exactly that, yeah. Um, there may be there may be things in the... Um, there may be certain questions that we need to ask to establish things as a... Ask the other solicitors, yeah. about, um, about the house that's being sold. Yeah. But hold those questions just for a moment, because I think they could be very interesting questions. We'll get the answers to those right after these. Legal Eagles on Mansfield 103.2 with Hopkins Solicitors. See us online at hopkins-solicitors.co.uk or call 468 468. So we're in a situation where Tammy wants to buy a house. She's decided to instruct Ben at Hopkins Solicitors. Ben's seeing her. He's already been in touch with the solicitors on the other side. They've sent him a pack. What's that pack called again? The pack that, the, that you've been sent by the other solicitors? Um, it's, it's just a legal pack. A legal uh, pack, yeah, which, yeah. which tells you all about what you said was the title of the property. That's, you know, if, is it, how long it's been there, that that sort of thing. Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so you, you, you know what she wants to buy. You've now got it, if you like, in paper form straight in front of you. Exactly that, That yeah. leads to questions, etc. that you may want to ask them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and and the questions would not only be with regards to the to, to the title documents as we've discussed, but they'd also be in connection with the the forms that have been filled out by the sellers. So we ask certain questions um, further to these forms that have been filled in. If there's any kind of gaps that are there, we'd get them to kind of fill in these gaps. What sort of questions would you be asking? Just just generally tell us. These forms are standard forms with 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 the law society. Um, there may be questions about. Um, there may be questions about about boundaries. There may be questions about um, whether any works have been carried out on the property in the past. How old is this property? Mm, I've been told it's about 100 years old. Wow. Well, would, would you be really careful on that then? Um, we'd be really careful on any property. Yeah, but um, would that make you even more careful or, or is that more of a surveyor thing? I'd, I'd say that would be more of a surveyor thing in terms of the structural side of things um with regards to how old it is it wouldn't necessarily make a difference to us would would still kind of make sure that all bases are covered um we we quite often kind of find problems with well not as often as you think but we find find problems on occasions with properties that are that are newer and there's nothing to say that there's um going to be a new property what is um, any better than an old property, let's what say. What sort of problems? Give us an idea of some of the problems. I mean, you know, obviously, they're not going to name the property or the people, but... Um, so there may be issues with rights of way. You may kind of potentially have... Um, well, I, 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 garden or something like that? Yeah, is that, yeah. No, that's not a right of way so much, is it? I mean, we I had one once where we'd got a property that was landlocked in, in the sense that it didn't actually kind of go directly onto... The onto the main road, so where, so, yeah, so, so yeah, I mean, in, in those instances, what we've got to do is take more care in terms of establishing that we've got the or or that the the buyers have got the right to cross over other people's properties to get to the road. Otherwise, the property is landlocked and nobody can get to or from the property. I walked across a very nice green the other day, and it said Bridal Way, and I suddenly realised I was in the middle of somebody's garden. 
that's possible, isn't it? They, it is, They weren't yeah. objecting. In fact, they gave me a wave. But Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I think he was waving. I'm not sure it might have been the fist. But, but <laughs> that, that can happen, particularly it with can. big properties, can't it? Yeah, and, and particularly with... Um, Terrace properties as well. It's quite it's quite common to have certain rights rights away over other people's land like with terrace properties. Are you too you, young to have ever seen what a gunnel is? Uh, yeah, maybe. Have you got one in the house? <laughs> have you? Not in the house, but in the village. Yeah. So I, I do know what you're talking about. The American does know. They're very romantic of gunnels, apparently. In years gone by, they were the first place where couples used to snog. You know, before before mum or dad stuck their head around the gunnel and said, "You get back in here, lass or lad or whatever." But let's let's leave gunnels. Is there any gunnels in this house? You no, no, there's not. There's not. There's not. But the last house we looked at was a similar. Situation where we found out that the property at the top of the road, with the driveway entrance was, was actually owned by the council. The really? first, the first probably ten meters. Yeah. So my husband decided we weren't buying that one because he thought at any point the council could decide to build on that, and we'd suddenly have no access to the house. You just said that, that, that it's rare that you do find problems, but you do find them. And then at this early stage, yeah. She's, you know, she's maybe wanting to get a mortgage, or she's got a mortgage. She says the bank's giving her money. I can't believe, in her case, how that would be possible. <laughs> but, but she said that. Uh, can she get out of it at this early stage, or is yeah. she, or is she bound in? Yeah, and 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 up until the point where we exchange contracts, there's no, you're not bound by any contractual agreement. You you can pull out at any time, and it's the same for the seller. Um, that's why that's such an important milestone in the process because when we exchange contracts, it's just a phone call between ourselves and the seller solicitors. It formalises everything, it sets a date for completion and it means that nobody can pull out after that point. And the reason why we do all of these inquiries and all of the searches and everything that we do before that is because um, there's no turning back after the exchange of contracts. That, that's That's why up until that point, anybody can anybody can pull out but that's the reason why we do these investigations now rather than later you mentioned the word there searches is that your sherlock holmes bit you go, <laughs> you got, have you got a big sort of so, <laughs> microscope when you're going around looking at the edge of the property not not quite not quite there's um there's the main four searches that we do are local authority searches which reveal certain things um for example planning permissions building regulations that have been um that relates to the property kind of reveals things such as whether the roads are adopted by the council. Um, there's another search, which is a water and drainage search, which is which basically tells you if the um, property drains into a sewer, into a public sewer. There are environmental searches which reveal certain things, for example, um, whether you're at risk of flooding, whether there's any substance to do with the property, and also... Um, if the property is in a coal mining area, which of course we know this is, then a coal search would be done as well to establish whether there is a, 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 a an accelerated risk of subsidence as a result. With her in it, yeah, down, yeah, exactly. What about a road? I mean, what about if the, you know what's this road? Is it the H two or something from, from yeah. London? HS two, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what, what about that? It's going to go smack through the middle of the property, or yeah. or through next door's house, and you'll have a, a <laughs> great arctic going through and pulling your windows out. I mean, yeah, so so it is an issue. You're right, it is an issue, and the environmental search that we do actually does touch on that. It, it kind of goes into a little bit of detail as to whether the property is affected by HS2. Um, we'd always tell people to 
do their own investigations because we we obviously know that a the route has been changed a couple of times already so even though we do these searches it's not guaranteed kind of not guaranteed to in the future be more or less affected by hs2 but it, it is a it is an issue obviously you can make a few bob if you actually own the property and they're going to stick the, the, yeah. the flipping road right next to it can't you as well if somebody told me they made a lot of money on that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. enough money to buy a farmhouse but anyhow that, I, I want to ask a bit more about that in a moment but find that out right after these Legal Eagles on Mansfield 103.2 with Hopkins Solicitors. See us online at hopkins-solicitors.co.uk or call 468-468. You're listening to Mansfield 103.2. Ben's in the studio with me. He's with Hopkins Solicitors. And one of the things here, or the main thing that he deals with, is conveyancing and particularly people who are buying properties the very first time. Uh, now, we have got Tammy in the studio, Tammy the Yank, because we call her that, because, yes, you guessed it, she's a yank. Uh, what, don't what hate you, me for it. What do you think of Trump? What do you think of Trump? No, no, we'll leave, I, that. We'll leave that. We'll leave that subject. Don't even go there, That's Tony. for another programme. We might well even invite you on that on Mansfield 103.2. Wonderful man. Got great golf clubs in, in England uh, and wonderful hair. Now, uh, seriously speaking, though, uh, that property you were talking of buying... I've heard that some very noisy people living next door there, I think they're renting it, but I have no idea whether they're renting it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, did, did, did the people you're buying it from tell you that there was people next door that... No, of course not. No, of course not. Well, well, no, no, no. I say it was on, lovely and quiet. Let's go to Ben. Ben, <laughs> now, you're looking at pieces of paper, you've spoken to solicitors on the other side... Surely, if there's a, uh, it seems to me to be fair. It's not the buyer being be, being beware of what they're, they're buying, like can exist in something like a car. But shouldn't the people send the property to her or at least tell her that there's a problem? You would hope so. I mean, if they're honest enough, then they would. But um, isn't there a, anything? A is there anything aren't. in your sort of documentation it, when you ask them? Is there anything else that you should tell us? Yeah, and we. We would ask them if they've had any problems with the neighbours, but um, usually the best thing that we can do um, is advise the client to go and have a look themselves. Yeah. Go actually go to the property. Get there e- on a Friday evening about eleven o'clock when yeah. they're coming back from the pub. Yeah, yeah I mean even <laughs> yeah even even if it's not an a, a formal booking, just sort of turn up on the street and just sort of have a look around and look at the the sort of the houses to either side and maybe across the road and just sort of do your own investigations because as I, as I mentioned there's no kind of backing out after the point of exchange of contracts you then have to go ahead and buy the house there's very little that we can do in in, in terms of actually establishing that um we, we all, all that we can really do is ask the sellers if they have had any problems with the neighbors hopefully they're honest but, if they deny uh, it, what if they deny it? Are they not committing themselves into some sort of situation where, uh, tell me, not through your department, because I know you're dealing with the conveyancing, might have a, a legal action afterwards? P- potentially. I mean, they would... You wouldn't want that, they, would you? It, you? You wouldn't want that, no. I mean, there'd be a potential for them misrepresenting yeah, the, yeah. The, the buyer. Um, they could potentially take action through our 
civil litigation team. She's but, no Jimmy, um, she's no Jimmy. She says it's in the middle of a field, this property, so they yeah, can't... Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be getting quiet. Yeah. But what if there were, it, presumably, if there were moo cows <laughs> <laughs> mooing, <laughs> but they weren't there when she looked at it, but the, the farmer does his, um, uh, what do you call it, when they when they, they breed, the bulls brought, <laughs> and he's bellowing in the field about once a month as new cows are brought in to be, whatever they call it, serviced or, or, or what. <laughs> they, they should disclose that, shouldn't they? Yeah, they should do, yeah. We would hope that they're honest enough to disclose that. Um, but people are sometimes not honest. But have you come across anything which you thought, oh, that was a bit of a... Somebody's tried a bit of trickery. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, we've, we've come across things before where, I mean, one of, the, one of the questions that we ask is, will you be leaving the property in a clean and tidy condition? Um, some, sometimes people... Don't honour that promise, and um, yeah, people have gone in, and then the buyers. We have known it in the past before, where the sellers have kind of washed their hands of it and said, "No, there's nothing we're going to do about it now." But the second house I ever bought, there were no. They're taking the light fittings. There was no way I could get any light on electricity. It was all right because we had some candles. It was very romantic. (laughs) (laughs) There there was a whole. Some of them, we even actually agreed that some of the furniture would go in the sale. That had all gone, you know? Yeah. And they're taking some of the floorboards. I don't know what might have been underneath those floorboards, you know? So, uh, and I have to tell you, we went to. um, uh, t- to a guy doing some conveyancing who wasn't a lawyer to try and do it cheap. It was <laughs> perhaps uh, w- we were the author of our own misfortunes there. That was the, the, that was many many years ago. I have yeah. to tell you. But th- th- there are some dangers, aren't there? If you don't, if you don't go through the right channels. Yeah, cars. yeah, there are. And um, kind of re- with with reference to your issue there, there's the, what what we get from the sellers is we get a property information form which has a lot of information about the property but we also get a form that's filled out by them called the fittings and contents form which has um, all of the fitting fi- fixtures and fittings that are going to be included in the property so if if they've indicated that the light fittings are going to be included in the contract uh, in, in if they are they're going to be included with the property that makes up part of the contract so they should really honor that um, if they didn't include the light fittings and they said they were going to, there's again potential to um, to take action through mm. through litigation. But quite often it's more hassle and more expense than it's worth. So a, a lot of the time you kind of have to just hope that they're going to be yeah. honest. Let's, let's let's. She says she's got her money in place. I'm looking at her. Mm. She, she's nodding her head. Um, <laughs> Let's about you get to this business of exchange of contracts. Now, this is the time when uh, that's the deal, not completed, but nearly, de- nearly yeah. completed. She's she's bound in then, but something goes wrong. So she can't get the, the the money required. Is it four weeks or five weeks or, or is there an agreed time when it should be? Is the work so, completed? Yeah, that, yeah. That's when it's her. She's got the keys. So yeah. on and so on. She can't get it in time. What happens then? Well, quite quite often we'd have a period of time between exchange and completion to facilitate the drawdown of funds. Um, getting the money. Exactly, yeah. Um, getting the money from the from the client, we would tend to try and get the money from the client prior to exchange of contracts. So and that you we're put at that least in a sort of client type of uh, holding, we, we do, holding, yeah. We have cash fund. Or yeah, we have a client account yeah. where the money's safe there, and um, it's technically still your money it's just us looking after that money for you 
pending the completion of that but house if purchase. For some reason, say a building society survey, whatever it is, and she's exchanged contracts and the money isn't there, and she yeah. can't meet that completion date. Is she in trouble? Well, we have to we have to give the lender a certain period of time as notice so that they can send us the um, the monies for completion. That's the purpose of, of us having the, the, the period of time between exchange and completion. Quite often with high street lenders, that period of time is just a week. Um, so what we can do is we can exchange contracts on one Friday and then the next Friday we can set that for completion. As long as we give the lender a, a week's notice, they will be able to get the funds to us. But what happens if she can't complete? For any reason she can't complete? If if she can't complete, she'd be in breach of contract. Which means? Which means that the other parties would be um, entitled to... Charge interest. Um, to, to, yeah, to charge interest. To, yeah, to take interest. And also, after... Um, a period of time. I don't know the period of time off the top of my head, but um, they'd be able to then pull out of the contract. So it's important that it, she has a ducks in line and you ex- put her ducks in line. Exactly. From uh, yeah. exchange of contracts, for yeah. agreement of the period before completion, and that she completes the completion on time. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's important that when we go ahead and exchange contracts that we know that the all parties involved are going to be able to meet that date for completion. Um, it's very rare that we would ever exchange contracts um, if we had any doubt that anybody was not going to be able to complete on that given date. We're going to find out if there are other ways of doing it. Yes, you can do it yourself. Yeah, you've heard of a bit of a mess I personally made, but there, there are other ways of doing conveyancing. So why should you go and see the likes of Ben? He's a nice guy. That's one of the reasons, I suppose. But he's a bit more than a nice guy. And we'll find out if there is more than a reason that he's just a nice guy or she's a nice girl who's who's, who's doing it. Right after these. Legal Eagles on Mansfield 103.2 with Hopkins Solicitors. See us online at hopkins-solicitors.co.uk or call 468-468. With me in the studio is Ben. He's with uh, uh, Hopkins Solicitors, who we hear from about every fortnight. And they do a, a whole lot of other things as well. But Ben's particular thing is convincing. And one particular area he's keen to, to help with, Ben Green, is that area of where people are buying a property for the first time. Tammy played the part of going in. We've talked through she's got the money in place from a bank. He's made all sorts of things like searches and checking with a local authority, making sure there wasn't a, a train going through the land or knocking the house down and whether the neighbours weren't all on some dreadful substances and making lots of noise and banging gongs or inventing rocket ships in, in the next garden. He's checked all that sort of stuff out and he's let her go as far as uh, exchange of contracts, forgive me, and she's going to complete and get her keys and her bill, <laughs> and her bill, <laughs> yeah. uh, which being solicitors uh, will not. Uh, do you have a fixed price or what? We we do, yeah. Um, so it, it it's subject to a number of things: the the price of the prop- property that you buy in, whether it's freehold and, and lease, or whether you're having a mortgage. There's certain things that we take into account when giving you a a, a quote at the outset, but we will honour that quote at the outset. So the the figure that you get from us when we have our first conversation um, that will be what you pay ultimately in the end 
You're a solicitor, and therefore it's um, uh, going to be a situation where you, you, you'd be charged as such. But what if you, uh, there is such a thing as properly qualified licensed conveyances? Many firms use those, those yeah. as well. Is there a differing in cost between the different levels? Um, what we would always say is to, if, if, if you're kind of worried about cost, if cost is a, a, an issue, then get a few quotes, but always compare them like for like. So um, compare the fees that we've quoted to the fees that another firm has quoted, whether they so be whether another solicitor or a, a licensed conveyancer. Whether or a licensed conveyancer yeah, or a paralegal that's doing most ex- of the work, exactly. supervised by somebody in the department. Yeah, but compare them like for like and make sure that um, they have quoted you for everything that is involved and that there's no hidden extras with our quotes that we provide there's there's no hidden extras we give you the details of exactly what you're going to be paying up front at the start um it may be in certain instances that there's things that crop up and we have to charge a little bit extra for example if um we thought that the property was um registered but it's not it's unregistered and there's additional work involved we may need to up our price but we'd always make sure that we consult the client before doing that. We'd always make sure that one of the they're aware. Reasons, one of the good reasons I was given by one of your colleagues was that a good reason to use a solicitor is you've got some insurance in using a solicitor. If you make, I'm sure you don't, yeah. if you made a bad mistake in, and we found the HS2 or whatever it is plowing through the middle of the yeah. house, uh, you could be or your firm could be in trouble for that. So there would be a, a redress for, for, for Tammy, who's, who's come to you with his first conveyance, yeah. if something seriously wrong had happened that was the fault of the solicitor or somebody in that in that company, that, that that's the, that's one good reason for, if you like, using a, using a lawyer, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, if you wanted to do the conveyancing process yourself and you were having a mortgage, then the lender would insist that it all goes through a solicitor, um, partly for the reason that you mentioned that we do have professional indemnity insurance and if you were to um if we were to make a mistake and you wanted to sue us we have professional indemnity insurance to cover that if you didn't go through a solicitor then there's there's no redress it's um there's, there's no way that you can get that money back. Our producer, Craig Priest, on the other side of the jury, has just given me a, a thumbs-up tick box. Have we found him a human being, yes? And a lawyer? <laughs> uh, not bad, eh? The programme brought to you today <laughs> was legal evil. Thanks for Tammy. Uh, you've not got any keys to the house. We're only kidding. Uh, thank you for being, being part of that process. It's been an interesting subject, talking of, of conveyancing. Why not? If you get the opportunity to buy a property for the first time, go and see a solicitor like Ben um, and find out just what it's all about. I think we learned quite a lot today. For me, Tony Delahunty, good night. Enjoy your first property. It's a great feeling when you put the key in that door. Legal Eagles on Mansfield 103.2 with Hopkins Solicitors. See us online at hopkins-solicitors.co.uk or call 468 468.